Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Bear with me on the audio for like a few more episodes. We're gonna get it together, okay? I gotta find like a stable place to record. But yeah, I'm gonna start right off with the beginning part of the podcast. I'm trying to follow a little bit of a structure here, just so the podcasts have structure. Yeah, I just said structure too many times. But I'm going to start off with my best and worst of the week. And I think I'll start with my worst first because best cancel out, cancels out worst. Pemdaz. So, yeah. Um, so, worst of the week is I've been having, like, really weird dreams. And it's kind of been messing with my sleep schedule a little bit. Um, I've kind of gotten on this nice schedule where I go to sleep. Maybe around 11, 12 o'clock every night, I try not to stay up too late anymore. And then I wake up at like 8, 8.30 a.m., which has been really nice. And it just lets me have like a longer day. But I've been having really weird dreams because I keep eating sugary stuff before I go to bed. So anytime I have too much sugar before I go to bed, whether it's like candy, snacks, juice, whatever... I have super weird dreams, and they make me toss and turn all night, and they really mess with my sleep, and then I'm tired in the morning, and then I don't want to get up, and it's just too much, and I only realized that it's probably the sugar today, so now I'm not going to have anything sugary before I go to sleep, and maybe I'll actually sleep well and feel better and wake up earlier because I like to wake up early now which is really weird because traditionally I have never liked waking up early I've never been a morning person up until about October that's when I started to appreciate the morning time because it really extends your day so if you don't consider yourself a morning person I say definitely try it out you know it's it's pretty nice to wake up with the sun Um, That was so corny. I should make Hallmark cards. But yeah, anyway, the best of the week has probably been counting down to Christmas. Um, Christmas is, what, nine or eight days away. I'm recording this on Wednesday, like the week before Christmas. So that's been very exciting. I've kind of been like in a down mood because I've had the bad sleeping schedule. So it's been messing with my holiday spirit just a tad, but I've been watching YouTube videos, watching Christmas movies, getting myself back into the spirit, listening to Christmas songs, and all of that stuff in combination has just made me excited again. It's probably also the caffeine from the coffee that I keep drinking every day, but you know, All of those things are not negative things for me right now. I'm enjoying it. Very excited for the holiday season. I love making and editing all of the videos that I've been making about celebrating for the holidays. And I will be wrapping my Christmas presents soon that I will be giving to my family members. And I don't know. I'm just really excited. Christmas is so fun. It's the most wonderful time of the year. So if you're excited for the holiday season, if you're celebrating uh Hanukkah right now happy Hanukkah because I know it's still going on if you don't celebrate Christmas happy whatever I don't know I'm pretty sure everyone celebrates the new year so happy new year if I don't get another episode out before the new year and happy Kwanzaa if you celebrate Kwanzaa I might try and celebrate Kwanzaa this year I don't really know 
I'll try to get into some traditions and we'll see how that goes. Maybe I'll record a vlog about it and post it on my channel. Yeah. Um, there's a little shameless, shameless self plug. If you're not already subscribed to my YouTube channel, go ahead and do that. Okay. Because there's more of this type of content where this came from. Gosh. Just wait for me to get better at my wording. And I, I will get better at my wording. And this podcast will be awesome. Um, so for an uploading schedule, like speaking of being late to the new year and everything, I'm thinking I might want to upload these podcasts once a month just because I don't want to put too much pressure on myself. Like this is again, just something that I'm doing for fun because I've loved listening to podcasts over the past few months and I've just actually gotten introduced to them throughout the quarantine. Um, before I never thought I would be a podcast person, but I learned that there are so many out there for so many interests. I'm just like in love with podcasts now. So of course I had to start my own because I have so many things to say and discuss. And I feel like I bore people when I nerd out sometimes. Um, anyways, back to what I'm saying. Uploading schedule, maybe once a month. So be sure to subscribe on whatever you're listening to this on, whether it's Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcast. Be sure to subscribe or follow to the podcast so you get a update on whenever I have a new episode out. And also follow the podcast's Instagram. It's at the creative podcast spelled the same way that you see it here. Um, and hopefully I'll actually start posting there soon. I'm thinking I'm going to do like automatic posts for there just because I haven't really loved posting on Instagram. Like I love doing stories, but I hate making actual Instagram posts. I don't know. There's just so much pressure surrounding that. Maybe that's something I'll work through. But yeah, follow that Instagram if you're interested in more podcast related stuff or things related to the topics that I talk about here. And I actually have a lot of interesting topics planned for the future. So yeah. Um, now, speaking of topics, I'm going to get into the actual topic. And I'm sorry if I'm talking really fast. It's the coffee again. Bear with me, okay? Your girl kind of drinks too much coffee but today I'm proud of myself because I actually had a half decaf instead of a full-on caffeinated coffee so that should help the situation a lot um so yeah speaking of the topic let's get into it so as you can tell by the title we will be discussing influencer culture today and if you're unfamiliar with influencer culture you're probably not very active on Instagram or YouTube, but influencer culture is pretty much just when a normal, average, everyday human being makes content on the internet, it pops off, and then all of a sudden, they're an influencer because they have a wide audience and a lot of followers who are really engaged and all of those things, and then suddenly companies start contacting them, sending them free stuff, putting them on PR lists, which is public relations lists, by the way, um, and those are lists curated just for 
people who have a large audience who can reach more customers. Um, so yeah, not to get like too technical or businessy with it, but that's just like a quick explanation and my view of influencer culture. So I'm just going to talk about like all of the toxicity that comes with it, but all of the positives as well and how you as a creative person or as someone who just like has a skill or an interest can kind of combat influencer culture and its toxicity, okay? Because sometimes we really don't need it and it comes with a lot of pressure, but I'll be getting into that. So on social media, we constantly have to fight this notion that if we're like remotely good at anything, we have to be an influence to someone else or like an influencer. Now, we may or may not like put this label on ourselves, but that's kind of the notion. Like if you ever notice, if someone's good at like roller skating, painting, singing, drawing, arts and crafts, singing, I said singing, whatever, interior design, they have to be like on social media, be a social media presence, and then like be an influencer along with it, which is really weird. But this culture has somehow trapped people with minute interest into anything. You could be into sewing and decide to share it on the internet and all of a sudden, you know, if you get a following, you're an influencer. And it's like, why are we trapped into a bubble? Just because you love to write doesn't mean you have to be a blogger, you know? Just because you love to paint doesn't mean you have to do painting tutorials online. There's a certain amount of pressure that creative people feel to contribute to online platforms in a certain way and put themselves out there. I mean, it can be really easy to get known in this way, but it's not necessary. And choosing to share your talents and skills with the world doesn't mean that you want to be this influencer and get paid to do it and things like that. It could just be you sharing what you love. Um, and I feel like some creators, including myself, we have like a FOMO about our ability to succeed. And we kind of run to the support of online communities for that. So like our FOMO or fear of missing out can be like, we think that if we paint something, we kind of have to share online because this could be our opportunity to go trending or we could be missing our big break to really reach a larger audience with our skill sets and our work and everyone wants to show their work at the talent show unless you're super super shy but I mean social media kind of combats the shyness factor because you don't have to show your face even it can just be your work so I don't know I just feel like the FOMO and the pressure to share our stuff online kind of contributes to influencer culture in the way that it's just a bunch of people trying to come up, which isn't a bad thing necessarily, but it's not needed in order for us to be happy with what we're doing and in order for us to be happy with our work. Like, just because I decide to share things online and I just so happen to develop a following doesn't mean that 
I want to be this legendary person that everyone looks up to, that everyone's jealous of, or it doesn't mean that I want to just start getting paid for it and it no longer is something that's close to me or very personal and dear to my heart. I feel like with influencer culture, people tend to make things less personal, more about business deals and making moves and money and blah, blah, blah. But a lot of the times when we're sharing things online, it's it's kind of personal to us. It's not just for business. It's not just because we want to trend or go viral, you know. So it's a double-edged sword, I feel like. It's kind of like on one end, you know, if we post something, we're like, okay, what if I go viral? Like, how would that feel, you know? And then on the other end, we're kind of just like, wait, no, this is also something that I really care about and I want to protect kind of, but it's, it's something that I want to share with a few people. And maybe, I don't know, it'll touch someone or inspire someone in a way, not necessarily influence them to do something. Um, and I feel like people use the term influencer very loosely like not everybody with over a thousand followers on instagram is an influencer not everyone with a popping youtube channel is an influencer and i just feel like it's used very very loosely nowadays nobody really knows like what an influencer is and it can be such a negative thing but then also some people are okay with influencers but most people don't like influencers at least that's what I kind of understand it as because influencers has be have become people who are kind of untouchable and they're kind of like lost in the money lost in the sauce if you want to say that um but yeah like I wouldn't call I don't know it's just such a weird thing, influencer culture. Like, you have the flat tummy sea sellers or the models who just push, like, a product or a luxury lifestyle. And those are usually the influencers with the worst rep because everybody's just like, why are they always flaunting everything? Like, not everybody's like that. Most people are not that wealthy, blah, blah, blah. And that type of influencer is probably the but yeah, I just feel like those are like the ideal influencers with the bad rep. And I don't know, like even those people, I feel like they're normal people, you know, and there's a lot of pressure around them to do what they do. Um, it's like they're normal people. They're not a character in a story or just like a robot on Instagram or a figment of your imagination. And I think it's important to recognize that and not let everything that they're doing taint things. And when I say taint things, I mean like taint your perspective on people. Like not everyone who has a social media presence is doing that and not everyone who has a social media presence only cares about that type of stuff. So 
I don't know. I'm not like defending people for using social media. I'm just saying we have to open our perspectives a little bit. And yes, influencers and influencer culture can be super bad. But at the same time, we're all just normal people. And we're making the decisions that we make because hopefully because it'll make us happy or it'll help us in some way or help us grow or lead us down a path that we want to go down. And at the end of the day, I can't be mad at that. I can't be like, they're doing something wrong, you know, like, if they're not hurting themselves or anyone else, who am I to judge, you know? So I have to think about it in that way. Um, but I personally couldn't be a traditional influencer like that. Because I don't know, I can't do things for money all the time. I'm very much so someone who just who can't be bought. And for me personally, it takes the fun out of creating for me when I have to worry about like brand deals and things like that, because all of that stuff wears on me emotionally and mentally. And not to mention, it just makes me feel dirty. I feel like, I don't know, I'm not guilty for being gifted things because I love to create. Like, I'm not guilty for being a creative person. I'm not guilty for all of the skills that I have when it comes to social media and content creation, all of that stuff. But it makes me feel dirty to only do things for that reason, to only create a video because of a brand deal or because I was gifted a product or something like that. It just makes me feel really weird. I don't know. It makes me feel icky. But I personally value influencer culture because it gives us an ability to share ideas with other people, if that makes any sense. Like, if you have a favorite influencer, if you have someone that you kind of look up to that has a social media presence, then you probably get recommendations for different books or TV shows, movies, Netflix recommendations, product recommendations, whatever the case may be. And you kind of trust that person to, like, be honest and truthful about what they're telling you. And I love that part of it. But then on the other end of the spectrum, people lie and only do things for money, which sucks. That's the part that sucks. <laughs> but I love the part that's good, that's like 100% honest. And you're just like, you know what? I might try that just because I'm interested in the same things that they're interested in. And who knows, that product or that show might work for me and I might fall in love with it. Um, so yeah, I like to share ideas with people to express things that I love and hate and discuss things that you guys love and hate and talking about what's to love and hate about being a young person, about being a human being on this speck of dirt that we call the earth. I think that's a really beautiful thing and that's the powerful part of social media and now it makes me wish that I was on TikTok because I heard TikTok is great for stuff like that but I just I can't y'all should I should I get on TikTok I might make a video about that about signing up for TikTok for the first time um yeah let me know if you want to hear that influencer culture like many other things comes with a fixed mindset sometimes and 
it comes up to it sorry it comes down to the individual person like if you think that influencer culture means that you have to look like an instagram model and have like the fashion of a body and you have to have a really nice car and nice clothes and all of that then that's what it's going to be and those types of things are just toxic because if you want to do something like that if you want to be creative in a social media space then you'll feel like you have to base your behaviors and your identity and your personality on those of other people in that spectrum if you get on instagram and you're like hey i want to post really cute pictures of my outfit and then you start looking at instagram models and comparing yourself and influencer culture pressure hits you and you're just like well i don't have the body for that well i don't have the money for that well this this that 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 it'll really get in your way and you'll start feeling like you have to be just like them and you have to follow those specific guidelines to express yourself creatively which is terrible number one because creative expression is like medicine for human beings like we need that no matter how technical you are you need some kind of creative expression and i feel like because all of these like comparisons are out there and guidelines and like set what you should do to blow up on social media type things are out there it makes us real it makes it really hard for us to figure out who we are and what we want to do because of all of the outside influence and it's like someone else is constantly trying to predetermine everything for us it's like someone else is trying to tell us how to dress how to talk what to do what to post about how to post how to put comments under an Instagram post because it'll be more eye-catching and people will love it more and blah 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 but like those things if you're looking to be active on social media those things cannot be your number one priority or you're just going to be miserable and you're not going to want to ever do anything on there and I should take my own advice right now because like I said I hate posting on Instagram right now but it's only because of influencer culture and all of the pressure that has come with it. And influencer culture says we have to act and look and dress a certain way to be accepted by a community of people, but that's not what has to be done for our art to be seen, for what we want to show the world to be recognized or for our verse our sorry, or for our voices to be heard. I feel like, you know, I'm not going to get into social media too much. I can get into that in a separate episode because that alone is like so toxic in so many ways. But influencer culture, comparisons, and what everybody else is doing right now should not be the determining factor for how we voice ourselves and for how we express ourselves. Because right now, influencer culture is popping off, right? Everybody wants to be an Instagram model. Everybody wants to get free stuff, free trips, free food, whatever, free houses. Everybody wants to do that type of stuff. 
deep, deep down, I feel like, if you're, like, kind of addicted to social media, like most Gen Z people are. But at the same time, those things can be so different in the future. That alone, I've learned so much in this year. Like, things can change just as much as influencer culture has popped off this year because of quarantine and people staying home and being on their phones, like, ten times more. It can change in so many ways that we don't know in the future. Like, maybe something really bad will happen within the influencer community, and then people will not want to be influencers anymore. And then what's going to happen? Or what if social media shuts down just randomly and we never get it again? Then what will happen? You know, you'll still be the same person and you'll still want to do the same things that make you passionate with or without influencer culture, with or without social media. And I think that's really important to remember because it can feel like Sorry, my siblings are being so freaking loud. But yeah, as I was saying, if all of those things disappeared, who would you be? What would you be doing? Probably the same thing. So don't let influencer culture stop you. Don't let influencer culture stop you from sharing the things that you want to share in the way that you want to share it. Okay, and that's on period. I got really hyped for no reason. Sorry, the coffee again. Um... And like many other things in our lives, influencer culture can bombard our identities just in a less noticeable way. But will we let it? No, we should not let it bombard our identities and we should not let it tell us who we are. Things and people and comparisons in our brains can tell us that we're not enough, that we're not doing enough that we're not posting enough, and that's why nobody likes our art and our art sucks, but that's not true. Social media can tell us we're not engaging enough, that we have to be more active, spend more time typing out thoughtful comments, liking other people's things, following other people, but that's not going to upgrade your skill sets. That's not going to bring you any further in what you actually love to do. If you love to sing, you need to practice singing, not spend hours on Instagram trying to be a part of influencer culture, <laughs> even though it's really not benefiting, benefiting you all that much, if that makes any sense. And I had to learn that the hard way. I'll get into that later. But influencer culture can also tell us we're not spending enough money like we're not buying enough of the high-tech microphones or we're not buying enough of the high-tech camera or the really nice lighting and this and that to make our content, like, super amazing. But that's also not true. At the end of the day, none of this matters because will you be better at what you love to do? No, none of that will make you better at it. It's going to be you actually working on what you like and you actually building your skills and meeting new people and learning from them and 
acquiring mentors and letting them educate you on what you like to do, your passion. So if social media disappeared, what would you be doing? I'm going to ask that again because I want you to think about it. You'd still be good at things and you'd still love the things that you love at the end of the day. So, yeah, I don't know why this episode turned into me ranting and giving a motivational speech, but maybe you needed it. So I'm not going to cut it out. (laughs) I'm going to leave it. And like I said, most of these episodes are going to be pretty rough cut. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time like editing and things like that, because I feel like podcasts don't really need it. The grittier, the better, in my opinion. That's that's just me. That's just how I like my podcast. Less polished. But now I'm going to get into a little bit of my experience on social media and how influencer culture has impacted me. So for me, it kind of started out when I had my small business. And if you don't already know, then I had a small business and I sold like lip gloss packages and I was pretty much like a beauty supplier, I guess you would say. Um... And this was before small business TikTok was even a thing. Okay, this was like last year, 2019, before TikTok popped off the way it popped off, before quarantine, all of that stuff. Um, So it's just like, as I had my business, I felt so much pressure to become this boss business babe, like... To be this business owner that was all out there, that had her face all over her products, that was carrying the cute Gucci bags, rocking the Louis on her feet, you know, like just doing the most. And I felt like that's what it would mean for me to be a business owner. I felt like that became my goal instead of elevating my business, instead of building it up in a way that would last. I started seeing all of these people on Instagram who had small businesses that turned into ginormous things and they're having like lap big laptops, Macs, they're getting all this cute expensive stuff, buying themselves cars and houses because they're doing so well with their business. I equated that to if I'm not like that, then I'm not a good business owner that's influencer culture like that is the paper the no extra cinnamon influencer culture I said cinnamon because I'm thinking about the holidays don't don't even mind me but that's what I thought I had to be it started with that and that became something that just like festered within me and it's made me hate running a business because I wasn't there yet And they would tell these amazing stories about how it happened for them in less than eight months. And you could do it, too, if you buy this $100 VIP package to their seminar (laughs) online, okay? But I wasn't about to buy no $100 seminar package. But you get what I'm saying. Like, they were saying all of these things to make money. And I was taking it all in as... I'm not doing enough. I'm not enough. My product isn't enough. What I have to bring to the table isn't enough. And I suck. And that really took a toll on me. And that took a toll on my business as a whole. And I started to just 
hate what I was putting out. I started to feel like this wasn't for me. And at the end of the day, I closed my business. And I closed my business because it really wasn't for me. Um, not just because of the influencer culture pressure. I mean, that was a part of it. But right now, at this time in my life, that's not for me. And maybe I'll pick it up sometime later in the future with some other product or something that I'm passionate about and that I actually care about. But right now, it's just like, that's not my number one priority. I feel like selling lip gloss is not going to fix the world. It's not going to help the world in any way, shape, or form. And I'm focusing on fixing, helping, aiding as many people, as many girls, as many minority individuals as possible. So that means that I'm going to work on upping my skills. That means I'm going to work on my creative abilities and what I can actually do and what I have to offer. That means I'm going to figure out and learn new platforms, new social media platforms, new um, production things and things like that, you know, not going to get too heavy into that right now. I can talk about goals later and manifestation. I think I'll do an episode on that. But yeah, like that's, that's my story with my worst influencer culture experience. And I think to turn it around and say my best influencer culture experience it would be the community that I found now um on YouTube actually not Instagram because I feel like Instagram it's easy to get very caught up it's just so many people like throwing things at you all at once and it's kind of like head spinning but on YouTube you can actually watch videos sit down spend time and you kind of get to know people and like their true intentions kind of. I mean, obviously in a YouTube video, you can cut out anything you want. And you can put on a fake persona and everything like that. But in the community that I've found of like college lifestyle vloggers, not even people who make like normal video sit down talking to you content vloggers, I mean, it's been nice and very refreshing to see a good representation of positive influencer culture because I've only ever seen negative influencer culture until I found this community and I found this community through bloggers through people who just enjoy sharing things and sharing ideas with people and that's so important to me that I don't know. I felt like I had to be a part of it. And that's the most positive way that I've seen influencer culture. And it's not that I'm doing it because I want to pop off. I want to get a million views. Like, I'm not going to completely disregard that part of it. I'm not going to not tag my videos on YouTube. I'm not going to not make interesting descriptions and just, like, throw out crap content. But... I'm doing it because I love it, because I love the editing process. I literally crack up laughing at myself when I'm editing my videos because I think I'm so funny. Is that conceited? Probably. But it's fine. <laughs> it's the process that I love so much. With YouTube, you get to have that sit-down process of 
looking at yourself talking. You get so close to yourself looking at yourself talking, y'all. And I'm not even saying that to be conceited. It's just you learn so many of your tendencies and what you say a lot and what you do a lot and what you like through watching yourself talk. I don't know why it sounds like I'm endorsing YouTube right now. I'm not. I'm not sponsored by anybody. I'm just saying why I'm a part of that part of influencer culture. It's the part that I mentioned earlier that's very impactful in a positive way. And I think that's why TikTok has done so well this year because of the positivity that's expended in those spaces. It's just like, it's all love. It's all sharing ideas. It's all being supportive and motivating each other. And that's the good part of influencer culture. That's the part that should be praised and recognized. But I feel like it's not as much, which kind of sucks. But, you know, whatever. So, yeah, I hope you were able to get something out of this episode. I feel like it was all out all over the place. I felt like I was ranting at one point. Then I felt like I turned into a TED talker. But it's fine. Um, Keep doing you. Social media presence doesn't matter. And if social media disappeared tomorrow, you'd still be you. You'd still love the things that you love. So keep working at them. Keep finding out what you do like to do. Keep finding your passions through just trying different things. And also, Don't let social media or your family or whoever tell you that you can't try new things or tell you that you should just stick to one thing because it's what you're good at, okay? Feel free to try new things. Life is absolutely too short for you to be stuck doing one thing, especially if you hate it. Move on. Change it up. So, yeah. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your holiday season. Happy New Year if I don't get back at y'all. And peace.